Hello and welcome to a special issue of the MDS podcast on the International Congress of Parkinson's Disease and Movement Disorders. We are here today in Madrid to discuss about the main novelties in neuroimaging and movement disorders. We have the pleasure to have with us Professor Uri Monchi from the Montreal Geriatric Institute at the University of Montreal in Canada. And he is also the vice chair of the Neuroimaging Study Group of the Movement Disorder Society. Uri, thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. So before we dive into the meeting contents, what is hot right now in the field of neuroimaging in Parkinson's disease and movement disorders in general? I think one important thing is the use of machine learning. Actually, there's a shift from going from traditional machine learning to deep learning networks. So we saw that there was an abstract from Plymouth. But the real question is, is it going to be used in clinics? And I think we have a hint of that from the group in Paris, who's actually starting to use it in clinics for the diagnosis of Parkinson's Plus. And one of the questions, because there were different posters and different people doing it, is what sequences are we going to use? Is it just going to be T1? Some are using T2, proton density, and some are mixing it with ETI. I think the future will tell. Well, that's great. And definitely these new kind of analysis and technologies are going to change the way we analyze neuroimaging. I do not think they will replace the clinician. They will help <laughs> the clinician. Okay, well, hopefully. Now, talking about the Congress, what are your main highlights in neuroimaging during this Congress? So, one of them was a study by the group from Belgium, UCBG. It was interesting, they did a longitudinal study and compared it with a selective dopamine ligand. And they found that, well, one would say it didn't involve with time, it didn't track the evolution of the disease whereas the dopamine like it did. But this, I don't think it's time to turn the page yet though, because I think the results will need to be produced. And there's also other groups developing fluoride versions of the slidon or similar variants. One of them being the group of maternal That's great. So they develop a little more tracers. We always hope it's going to help us when these things happen and actually the dopamine is better. It's complicated to accept it. But as you say, we have to study more before we, we turn the page. Also, I know that the Neuroimaging Study Group is a very active group within the society. What are the novelties from the study group and what should we expect for the next year? Before going to the next year, yeah. I will go back on what was done in the past year. There was a really excellent paper by Cecilia Peralta, which appeared in Movement Disorders Clinical, and she got the gold award. And I think it was very useful for the clinicians because it provided a precise algorithm both for MR method and TEP and SPEC method on when the clinician should seek more complex imaging or just stick to the basic or not use it. And it was, I think, very well written with nice diagrams and figures. And I think that was a a real nice thing that came out of the neuroimaging study groups. Other things that are going on now, where we're building consortium where we're trying to pull as much data as we can for different use, either for Parkinson's Plus, but also for cognitive deficits in Parkinson's disease. And this will allow us to compare our analysis methods on bigger data sets. However, there was a bit of a slowdown to COVID, as you can imagine. Great. We 
really look forward for all these new things that the Near Image Study Group is going to do. I also want to remember our listeners that we have featured the article that has been awarded, so you can go back and listen to the interview. And thank you very much for joining us, Professor Gurimoshi. Thank you very much for having me. The views and opinions expressed by the participants in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the International Parkinson and Movement Disorder Society or their affiliated journals, Movement Disorders and Movement Disorders Clinical Practice. Any disclosures of the participants can be found within the episode description located on the MDS website.